Are you sure that this is what you want to do? I'm sure, yes. I, I what, mean, what other choice did we have at this point? I don't know. This just seems like... I mean, within reason. Yeah, I, this just seems like whenever we started this, this would have been the outcome you wouldn't have wanted. Well, things change, and uh, you know this was all out of our control, and uh, I think this is the best decision to to move this show forward. You're right, and it's going to be great. I trust you. Let's do it. Brainbuster Boys are brought to you by Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence. On a global scale. Wednesday, March 3rd. Poppy, what's up? Oh, not too much, dude. Uh, Actually calling. uh, Unfortunately, I'm on the way back from this job in Louisville and just blew a tire out on I-71 driving home. Are you serious? Yeah, it just kind of happened out of nowhere, like... You know, started hearing like a bum, 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 bum type sound, and then you know, within a minute, probably it just like completely blew out. But um, you know, fortunately, we're safe and everything's good. good. But uh, yeah, just a pain in the ass, and uh, not sure if I'll be back in time uh, to do Dynamite Live. Yeah. So you know, we'll we'll figure it out. Okay. But uh, yeah, just wanted to let you know. stressful um i find out that my book probably isn't going to get published in the near future which which is fun you know it's not like i had my expectations sky high or anything but uh you know like some little setbacks and not and now uh we are going to make dynamite the penultimate one before um revolution um when hit watch is supposed to happen you know yeah so um yeah it's definitely been that uh they kind of day, and I think Brett's in the same situation. Um, you know, just give this just a moment, you know, not just for me to unwind and unspool my thoughts, but for, you know, we, you know, as Brett and I have said, are trying to make this the perfectly timed goodbye. All right. We are in control of how we say goodbye to AEW for this one show. So we got to make it good got to make it right. One last thing. Um, Cincinnati looks beautiful from up here. We're in on the Kentucky side of the river in this area called Davout Park and you can really see out onto the city and uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess in the middle of all this craziness, you know, you, you, you look at that, but it like, you know, it's the inhale, exhale kind of that you don't always pay attention to, but it's there, and when you pay attention to it, it's comforting. You're centered. You're present. Dude, are you doing okay? I'm, 
I just can't catch a fucking break right now, man. <laughs> you know, it was actually a great fucking day. Up yeah. in, it's still a good up day. Then, you know, it's yeah. still a good day, and yeah. I'm excited for Dynamite. Yeah, me but, too. Uh, I tweeted out that it'll be delayed for us you yeah. know, on TikTok and on yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, unlike Sling, we should uh-huh. be able to start from the beginning. Okay. Shit. I guess this is all part of the perfectly the perfectly timed goodbye, huh? Yeah. You know? <laughs> the perfect like, storm. Yeah, you know, the perfectly timed goodbye watching Dynamite, not on time. Uh, on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, the last one for now, but... Wow, they're starting with Shaq and Cody. Oh, God. I only know that because a buddy of mine sent me a picture. All right, well, I mean... And this is the only thing Lanny cares because he's a big Shaq guy. Yeah. Well, I, I tweeted out this is the Go Big Show versus the NBA on TNT. <laughs> What's up, dude? Hell yeah. I got it recorded in there. Woo! Yeah, Lit. I was Lit. a buddy of mine Thank just God. sent me a picture of Shaq in the ring. I'm like, they're doing this first? A teaser? Yeah. yeah. All right. But he also said it. this is tight. Hell All right. yeah. So, All right. Hell yeah. Thanks, dude. All right. All right, buddy. Let's watch Dynamite. Let's watch fucking Dynamite, baby. Wednesday! Thursday, March 4th. Ugh. 
Hello. Hey, Brett. Matt Jones from Kentucky Sports Radio here. How's it going? Oh, wow. Uh, I'm all right. Just waking up for the day. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. How are you, man? I'm doing well. I'm getting ready for my radio show here today. It starts here in a little bit. Uh, but I had a lot to, I wanted to talk to you about. I, I've seen what you guys have been doing with AEW Wrestling, and I've been super, super impressed. Yeah, well, uh, well, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. You know, I'm not sure if you're aware, but I've gotten my hand into the wrestling uh, ownership business lately myself. I did hear about that, actually. Uh, it was pretty, pretty intriguing. Uh, pretty cool stuff. Yeah, the Ohio Valley Wrestling, uh, as you well know. I've uh, always been into wrestling, but only recently have I decided to invest in it. And it's going great so far. You know, we've got we've got legends like John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, Dave Batista. And, you know, I'm, I'm going into this with Al Snow, my close personal friend. Oh, so it's, uh, it's going to succeed. Yeah, I mean, of course, I remember Al. I, I love heads. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's pr- pretty good. Sounds pretty good. Uh, yeah. You know, I was uh, I was reaching out though. I was curious if you and Beaumont might be interested in helping us cover some of OVW wrestling. Oh uh, shit, man! Uh, hadn't even really thought about it to be honest. I mean, ever since you know we kind of got released from Turner and all this shit's been going on, it's been kind of a whirlwind. But uh, yeah, I mean, I can say we're not not interested. So uh, well, yeah. being a businessman myself, you I can you can trust me when I say. Getting into bed with somebody like me would only lead to success in your future. I've been very impressed with what you all have done in terms of sponsorships, specifically McAllister's Deli. Love that place. Oh, yeah, the country potato. Uh, they've been they've been kind to us. Very yeah, I've been listening to the show for a while now. I'm just really impressed with what you guys have done. And we're looking to get the OVW name out there a little bit more. And I think you guys can help us do that. Is that something you think you'd be able to help us out? Uh, potentially yeah uh, like I said we've got a lot kind of going on you know this week but uh definitely I'll run this over to Bo and I know you know he'll be interested he's a he's a big fan of yours uh I'll admit uh being a Louisville guy myself and uh yeah haven't really listened to you too much uh but you know I was excited to hear you get uh get into the wrestling game well you know we only cover the cats on my show oh. we, we, we 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 cover other things as well we don't always stick to sports around here at ksr as you know oh shit that's pretty wild well uh hey uh i appreciate the call and uh, like i said i'll talk to Bo, and uh i'm sure we'll be talking uh, again later this week it was your great honor talking with me today brett i really appreciate it <laughs> me too man take it easy Oh, damn it. Uh, hello, this is uh, Beaumont with the uh, Brain Buster Boys. Hey, Beaumont, Billy Corgan here from NWA Wrestling. How are you? Uh, uh, shit, I didn't know what you call. Uh, I'm, I'm swell. How are you, uh, sir? Doing good, doing good. Uh, you know, you may have heard that uh, NWA Wrestling is, uh, we're on the comeback right now. We've been off since the pandemic, and uh, I'll tell you what, I've heard uh, your show, The Brain Buster Boys, and uh, I can tell you I'm very interested, and in, uh, we would love some fresh content kind of going into this new era of NWA. Well, yeah, well, Mr. Cardigan, you're very kind, you know. Corgan. Billy Corgan. Well, Billy Corgan? Billy Corgan, yes, sir. 
Smashing Pumpkins. That's right. You must not follow NWA wrestling very much, son. Yeah, I, I mean, but I, um, I do follow um, your album, Mary Star of the Sea by Zwan, I think is your you best work. We don't need to talk about that right now, but I appreciate it. Thank you. But, uh, um, but specifically that song, Jesus I slash Mary Star of the Sea, it goes on for like 14 minutes. Well, I think that's your epic. Well, like, it's beautiful, man. Like, I wish you would have stayed in that vein. Well, again, thank you, but uh, that's not why I'm calling you right now. Uh, I'd like to talk about NWA wrestling, and uh, you may have heard, unfortunately, we just lost a very valued member of our team, uh, Josephus, or if you may, you may know him as the question mark, but uh, that was a big, yeah. big loss for us. Um, but, you know, aside from that, we're looking to come back strong, and uh, I think you guys would be a great fit for us. Well, Mr. Corgan, I'm really sorry to hear about that. That's uh, that's awful. I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, Brett is the one who is obviously much more in tune with kind of the wrestling world. I'll run this by him. Um, you know, we didn't expect a phone call from, from you guys, but I, I'm glad you called. Um, and, uh, and yeah, um, you know, um, I will relay this to him. And uh, if we can maybe uh, possibly give you a call back to talk about this once yeah, I talk to him, would that, would that be good? That sounds good. I would love to talk to him, especially if he's kind of uh, the more central wrestling uh, fan of uh, well, yeah. your group. Well, you know, I'm the more cent central Smashing Pumpkins slash Zwan fan. So, oh, you know, uh, it... Uh, again, I do appreciate uh, your support. Okay, well, uh, great. Uh, All righty. Well, honor. Yeah, we hope to hear more from you. We'd, uh, we'd love to be in business with the Brain Buster boys, and I think you guys will fit the new direction we're headed. So right. I look well, forward uh, to hearing from you more. All right, excellent. And I would love to hear more from Zwan. Okay, well, you're probably never going to. So uh, you take care now, Sonny. Uh, did you get a call this morning? <laughs> Dude, Matt Jones called me about covering OVW. You're shitting me. You're shitting I me. I would not have excited. Not, I was not ready for it. It was like 8 a.m. Yeah. I was half asleep, but, uh... <laughs> Matt fucking Jones, dude. You, you will shit. You, like, hope you did. You did do you get a call? Did you do the laundry last night? Because you'll need new underwear after you tell me, or after I tell you who called me. No shit. Who called you? Billy Corgan. <laughs> the the, uh, NWA. The, the, yeah, yeah, the Zwan guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even know what Zwan is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Smashing pumpkins. Oh yeah, but Zwan's better. Is but, that uh, another one of his bands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come it's, on, it, in, it's dude. the better one. All right. Oh, all right, okay. So we have we. Yeah, uh, we have to talk about this because, like, well, yeah, dude, I was not things, ready for my call. Like, it was I was first, not either. It was first thing in the morning, I was half asleep. Uh, but we need to be like these can be coming at us this week. So this is how it's going to go down. Yeah. So this is like you know we are going to be like getting rapid fire, ra rapid fire things whenever. And we've got Ring of Honor set up. For okay, later okay, today, I knew so. that. I knew that. But like. Let's stay. Hey, let's well, have a cup of coffee. Okay. Let's sit down and let's hash it out. Okay. 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 
All right, dude. So let's, uh, you know, both these calls caught us off guard. We know this is going to be a big week. So let's just take a deep breath and let's prepare and let's, uh, you know, let's be excited about this. I mean, I know it's it sucks. It's a bummer. You mean, we wish we could still be doing AEW. but Man, Can we just not talk about that? Yeah, we're going to be fine. Right. So here's the thing, though. We've got that Ring of Honor call set up. As I said, that's okay. at 330 today. And, and, and that's it, right? That's the only planned call. And, and that's and that's like, so we just have Ring of Honor we're talking to. Well, yes, but we don't know who else may call at okay. some point. So, you, so we just got to be ready. Have you talked to anybody else? So not directly, but I have sent some calls and some emails to both Triple H and his people at NXT. And I'm trying to get That's not going to happen. I mean, you never know. Yeah. And Rocky Romero at New Japan, because he's kind of like, you probably don't know him, but he, he wrestles for him, and he's also kind of their, like, U.S. liaison. I mean, I would be, like, ecstatic for well, you if that were to happen. Either of those two, you know, I mean, are uh, certainly uh, where I think we want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ring of Honor. We've got the Impact call tomorrow. Like, you know... We're going to be fine wherever, like, any of those four are going to be great. And, you know, OVW could be cool, too, because it's our roots. It's yeah, Kentucky. Yeah. We both went to Louisville. Well, but I, I just want to, you know, know that you feel like you're making the right decision here. Because, like, yeah. Brain Buster Boys was your idea. Well, you know, in, like, I want this to be, you know, an extension of your heart and your soul, man. And, like, I, like... I don't know. I don't think we need to rush into anything. Well, no. And and I don't want you to rush into anything. I know. You know? Uh, I know. But well, first off, yes, the initial idea of having a wrestling podcast was my idea. But the Brain Buster Boys, Stop. that's so far from just me. Um, but, like I said, we're going to be fine. This is going to be fun. I mean, yes, is it going to be stressful? Sure. Um, you know. I don't feel great about how that call with Matt Jones went just because I wasn't prepared and I was mm. tired. And, you know, because I blew that tire out yesterday, like, I just didn't sleep very well. And yeah, I've, I've thinking, had a lot of shit going on at work and just been on edge. But I am excited for this. Yeah, I've been thinking about my novel a lot, too. I think that's been kind of yeah, dude, informing kind of my uh, just sort of just general, like, uneasiness. Yeah, man. About sucks. what's going on. It's a um, bummer. Yeah, but uh, well, we're gonna get through this, and it's like I said, let's try and make the best of this. And you know, it'll be—I mean, just imagine—we're gonna be talking with Joe Coff of Ring of Honor. I know you don't know who that is, but this is a big deal. And then potentially Dan Callis himself tomorrow. Like I know the call. You know, Scott Demore set up the call, but like. From the emails, he and his secretary have said that Callis, if he's available, will be on that. So, like, can you imagine that? We're going to talk to fucking Dan Callis. Hit watch! Hit Come watch. on, man. All right, okay. I uh, know. It's it's going to be tough, but I'm, we just got to make the best of this. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty excited for the That Samore guy. Yeah. You know, the, <laughs> the moon hitting your eye pizza pie guy. Yeah, pizza yeah, pie. Yeah, um, but, uh, all right, uh, well, I tr- you know, I trust you. And, <laughs> Thank um, you. I mean, I don't know what this is going to bring, but I think, uh, you know, we're not going to get through it unless we have a positive attitude and we keep our heads up. Because, I mean, at least for me in the Matt Jones call, it just didn't go as well as it should have gone. Yeah. I don't know how yours with Corgan went. I but... don't know. It was just a whole bunch of... So, yeah. you know... Uh... So, like, lessons learned. Now we got to be on, we got to be ready, and we will be.
Hello, this is the Brain Buster Boys. Gentlemen, it's Joe Koff. How the fuck are you guys? Yo, how are you, man? We're doing pretty well. Yeah, we're pretty I'm swell. And well. I'm great. I'm, I'm great. I'm honored to be talking to you guys finally. Oh, we're honored uh, in the ring. Yeah, we're we were. We were we, 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 yeah, yeah, we were counting down the minutes and seconds and milliseconds, even. Oh, yeah, it's a it's pleasure. A, it's a pleasure to be talking to you. Yeah, big, I'm, I'm big super step for us. Your, uh, yeah. your your uh, your reputation precedes you guys, so I'm uh, excited to talk to you guys. Oh, mm. thank, thank you so much. So. Yeah, that's very kind. Well, so I guess you heard then, or you're aware that. Uh, the damn Turner execs uh, have prohibited us from covering our beloved AEW, so we are we're fresh in the market and free agency here. Well, Turner's loss is definitely, hopefully, my ben- well, I'm sorry, our benefit. Mm. As Ring Ring of Honor as a whole, and with the Brain Buster Boys, we'd love to bring you into the Ring of Honor family. Oh man, I mean, and there's such a legacy there, like. Shit, CM Punk is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. You know, they had Samoa Joe. So, I mean, again, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's good the, to be talking to you. The lineage runs deep. I mean, I mean, Kevin Steen has come through. Uh, Brian Danielson's come through. Tyler, Tyler Black, Claudio Castanoli. I mean, the names go on and on and on. Yep. I, I caught two of those names. One of them was a member of the Sex Pistols. And the other one is a Girl Scout cookie. <laughs> Well, you know what, Bo? I'm yeah. sorry that you don't know those names. Well, I'll get educated. I mean, you know, I'll mispronounce yeah. them all. You know, well, of course, Mimosa of course. Joe and uh, what else we got? Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's some pretty good names, but uh, Derek yeah. Beverly. So Joe, uh, Mimosa Joe. <laughs> to be honest, I'll admit. Uh, so you, clearly, you can tell Beaumont doesn't know much about Ring of Honor. And I personally haven't seen too much, especially post-pandemic. But uh, okay. I'm interested to hear a little bit more about what you guys have had going on. Mm. So, obviously, uh, with the pandemic, I mean, um, 2019 started off hot. And then pretty much the entire company left. So, that was not awesome. Um, in 2019, we were kind of treading with some water. And then, uh, unfortunately, the world flipped side down. So, Fucking obviously everyone knows about that. But to be honest with you, I really think that was the reset that Ring of Honor needed. Okay. Um, it really gave us a chance to kind of reprioritize, get creative, kind of get in those juices flowing. And um, I think since we've been back, it's been a slow, slow burn, but I we are definitely burning up. Um, mm-hmm. We've got a great, amazing roster. I mean, yeah, we've lost a lot of people, but with our uh, Ring of Honor dojo, um, we, you know, we've got that next crop of talent that's coming up. Um, but I mean, Roosh is our champion. He's probably as dominant as any champion that's out in, um, out in wrestling today. Um, but the biggest thing and our biggest selling point that I think would work for the Brain Buster Boys, um, and we'd love to have you guys, is the Pure Championship. Okay. It's, uh, um, it is about that. And I don't know if Beaumont has. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I would like to be like, you know, educated on that. That sounds interesting. It's an old, old championship. Um, in Ring of Honor from 2004, unfortunately, it was defunct in 2006. Mm. Uh, but previous champions include Brian Danielson, um, now known as Daniel Bryan. I don't know if you ever heard of that guy. But then there's this guy, um, AJ Styles. I don't know if you ever heard of that guy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he, he has a clothing line, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, his clothing line often clashes with many other things, but that's another story in itself, and it's pretty phenomenal. But um, 
But then it, it took a hiatus in 2006. And then uh, while we were in the pandemic, we thought we'd bring the uh, Pure Championship back. And it's really – the goal of um, the Pure Championship is to bring uh, the honor back into Ring of Honor. It's an, actually – it's the only true pure wrestling title in the world. Wow. Um, wow. You know, some of the rules, for example, that during, during a match, each wrestler only has three rope breaks. Ooh, that um, so whether cool. if you're in a pin or if you're in a submission and uh, you do that fourth rope break, you can be pinned or submitted in the ropes. Um, wow. So, yeah, it's, it's, are, so it sticks to the rules. Uh, so actually, I, I would imagine, you know, it is pretty low on plot matches. You know. Um, but, I mean, it tells really great stories because I mean, yeah. there's only so much you can, more, so much you can do. And it's, you know, and, what, and with the wrestlers that we've got, um, I mean, our champion is probably one of the best, probably the best pure wrestling world in Jonathan Gresham. And, um, unfortunately a lot of the world has not heard of Jonathan Gresham, but you watch this guy for five minutes and you will understand where I'm coming from. He is. Yeah. This sounds, uh, see, this sounds neat, you know, like, uh, cause I've, I've often asked Brett, when was the last time there was like a wrestling match where like all the rules were followed? Like it has to be like 1979, like in, in, in like your mainstream FTR leagues. FTR tries, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it doesn't happen very often. But yeah. no, yeah. I, yo, to your point, I'll be on. Like I had heard of Jonathan Gresham, uh, but didn't really see him until the 2019 Best of Super Juniors in New Japan. Mm -hmm. He really impressed me, and he's such a little guy. Uh, but his match against Shingo Takagi, boy, oh boy, that was a fun one. So I feel you there, and I, I have. I haven't seen much Roosh, so I'm in, I'm intrigued. But I do love his brother, Dragon Lee. Uh, that's one of my dogs right there. Yeah, so, they are. I'll tell you what, I'm intrigued. Yeah, they're unstable. I mean, yeah, the pure championship, um, you know, and bringing, you know, honor back to wrestling. But something that's been lost and something that I hold dear to myself is mm -hmm. tag team wrestling. And pure tag team rules are awesome. Now, that three rope breaks, that includes breaking up pins. And that's for us per team. So you can, if you come in and break up a pin more than three times, then it doesn't count. Okay. You lose the match. Wow. Yeah, this um, is different than AEW, which where, as you know, like the tag team rules other than FTR matches kind of don't exist. So yeah. it's interesting. And, and, and I and I believe Bo, like we both do love AEW's tag team action, which yeah. we, we're out of there. We can't do that anymore. You gotta, so. move, gotta, gotta move on, unfortunately. It sounds yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it it sounds like something that uh, you know, uh, fits our, kind of where we're at. Yeah, yeah, and our, our pure yeah. division is is probably the best division. You know, I I'd say in wrestling, I would put it up with anything. Um, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of companies are not throw, trying to throw shade, especially at AEW Turner. Um, <laughs> we have rankings, yeah. but our yeah. rankings Fuck actually, her. our rankings actually mean something. Um, so like I said, for, um, for the, if you're going for the TV title, you can only be ranked in the TV title, well, you know, only certain people. So you actually have to apply to be ranked in a certain title category. So you can't be ranked in the pure title and TV title. You have to pick one or the other. And you literally have to apply for each said title. That's Unless it from top to bottom, I said, I mean, our pure division is just, I mean, We've got Jonathan Gresham. Um, he was former tag team champions. Unfortunately, they just lost with Jay Lethal, another guy who's been with Ring of Honor since almost day one. He's definitely gone other places. Yep. Um, but yeah. But guys like Hot Sauce, Tracy Williams, 
Um, I don't know, know much about hot sauce. <laughs> you know, hot just, sauce. we're in on that. Yeah, 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 yeah it's I'd be up. Hot sauce. source. Well, oh, yeah. hot sauce, hot sauce, Tabasco, Tracy. Sign yeah. me up, man. Yeah, and you and you look at you look at the guy, and you're like, you'd be the kind of guy that you'd see in a bar, and like, okay, I could pick a fight with that guy. And two minutes later, you're twisted into a pretzel in three different ways. And you're like, wait, what just happened to me? Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's like a Zack Saber Junior style, then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's who I've referred to as the pretzel maker. Yeah, and our uh, longtime Ring of Honor man, Rhett Titus. Um, and you, well, it's a red Titus. He's not too well known outside of Ring of Honor, but uh, Hot Sauce, Red Titus, Gresham, and Jay Lethal are all what's called the foundation. Okay. The foundation okay. is really, really fighting to keep the honor in Ring of Honor. And Love their it. biggest rival is, well, Le Fection de Hunal. I can't say it, but um, Roosh, Dragon Lee, and Kenny King. Okay. Nice. And I'm sure if, uh, if you've watched New Japan, you know that Roosh has very root, deep roots. Yeah. In, um, in New Japan wrestling, I said him and Naito, they were. Um, uh, yes, the Los Ingobernables. Yeah, they're basically the Mexican version of um, Ingobernables um, de Japón. Yeah, uh, I mean Naito, I believe, developed that concept off of Roosh in in AAA or CMLL. I might have been, but yep. yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm hip. Well, also, sir. Yeah. I think you've uh, you've given us a lot to spin on here, Mister. Yeah, Paul. yeah, a lot, a lot of a lot of different things, a lot of new things, a lot For of. For me, uh, you know, I haven't been kind of into you know or familiar with what's been going on with your company in several years, and Beaumont's new, so mm-hmm. you know you've given us a lot to think about here. Um, but yeah. uh, just throw all these things out there. But I really think if uh, the Brainbuster Boys and Ring of Honor, I mean, it's a, it's win win. And that's hey. how that's how every transaction I like to do in life is. So, well, Mr. Koff, again, thank you so much. This has been it has been yeah. great talking. It's to been you. a great way to, to to kick this off. I, I think yeah. I, I oh, do, do. You feel better? I feel better. Yeah, yeah. this is definitely uh, getting our juices flowing for the week. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad you feel better. Well, uh, I guess uh, you know we'll be hearing from you. I mean, listen, whatever you guys want to talk, uh, talk money. I mean, it's, it's up to you guys. I can have something drawn up for you within uh, 24 hours. Shit. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, we certainly expect to be fielding a few more of these calls, but, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh yeah, we, that sounds good. If you want to draw it fast. up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If you want to at least draw something up and uh, yeah. maybe plan to give us a call back in a couple days, I think that that sounds pretty good. Yeah, like like I said, I would I love to bring the Brain Buster Boys into the Ring of Honor family. So it'd be I think it'd be fucking awesome for all of us. So well, we're a couple of pure fucking boys. So uh, yeah, <laughs> we got we got we'll decisions to make. To Not a lot of time. Thank you, Mister Golf. Right, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, sir. Take, Take care. care. Friday, March 5th. Brett? Oh, hey man, what's up? Dude, are you okay? I've been better. You look like shit. (laughs) Yeah, uh, well, you know I was getting the vaccine after that Ring of Honor call yesterday. Uh, Felt totally fine thereafter and into the evening. And, uh, well, just... You know, in the middle of the night, kind of woke up and got real nauseous and uh, threw up a ton. 
Uh, and so that's another night uh, with no sleep, really. Uh, I feel better now. Are you going to be okay for impact? I th- I'll be good. Uh, I puked about five huge heaves and got it all out. <laughs> um, so feel better. Again, this is as good as I've felt in the last several hours. Uh, are you sure? That, are, like I'm exhausted, but I'll be fine. Whatever you say. I mean, we can't we can't reschedule these. You know, like we got to just do it, and yeah. I'm good, man. Again, it could be callous. <laughs> just you know, I'm used to not sleeping much or very well, so it sucks. It's just another setback with the tire and all this bullshit, but uh, all is well. Okay. You know, um, the Ring of Honor call went good yesterday. So it, it did. It, that did and hell, well. I yeah, got yeah. vaccinated. I got my first dose of the vaccine, yeah, so, so, which was tight. So you that's know? so that's a big plus. Uh, yeah, so just yeah. minor setback. Yeah, I I, I, uh, I like how you're being positive throughout all this. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the only option at this point. Otherwise, it would just be all pretty uncomfortable process, and you know, not very fun. So. Got to make the best of it. And, you know, that, like I said, Ring of Honor was great yesterday. And, like, I feel good about that. So, like, at least we know we may have that. All right. I'm going to be honest. I am seriously worried about Brett. How he's taking all this. Like, it's so obvious to me that he's overcompensating like just listening to him talk to the guys in ring of honor he was just so eager you know making promises left and right you know wanting to give them a chance and i obviously know he's got to be disappointed you know that he's begging you know not begging but talking with people from ring of honor after everything that happened you know, um, and like, I don't know, whenever I was talking to those Ring of Honor guys and I was just there in the conversation, I just felt pity. I felt pity for the Ring of Honor guys because it feels like we're settling for it. It, I felt pity for Joe, you know, he seemed nice. And I felt pity for Brett because of this whole fucking AEW situation. I mean, obviously for me too. And like, you know, whenever I feel pity for myself these days, it's like feeling 10 times as much for bread after a fucking, I'm not even going to talk about that. All right, buddy. We got a impact here. Uh, I'm pretty excited about this one. Are you ready? Yeah. Partnership with new Japan. The font. Yeah, a lot yeah. of that stuff, yeah. Good stuff. All righty. Well, uh, I think uh, Scott Demore and Callis are both going to be on this call, but I'm not sure. Obviously, they're busy men, so uh, we'll you see. You think Callis but, is going to be on the call? I, if not this one, I'm sure. I hope we're going to talk to him at some point. But, uh, right. yeah, see. I mean, Demore and his secretary was the one who set up the meeting. So, uh, but, yeah, all right, let's give him a call. Hey, I'm just going to have to call you back. I've got the Brain Buster boys, Brent and Beaumont, on the other line. I'll see you later. Sorry, I had to hang up a different 
phone call from a different because I'm important. Anyways, hey guys, how's it going? Brett Beaumont, the Brain Buster Boys. Hey, you guys are hey. here. I'm so excited. I like how you said that because you said how Beaumont are you guys in person? It's cool. Yeah. Hey Scott, we're doing pretty good, man. We're glad to hear from you. How are you, brother? I am doing excellent. I am really excited about the prospect of you two young whippersnappers covering impact. It's going to be fantastic stuff. Absolutely. I mean, hey. Now listen. Yeah, we're excited too. I'm Go excited ahead. to be a whippersnapper. Listen. Yeah. I have listened to your show absolutely several times. Uh, I've wow. tuned in. I've put it on on the, on the podcast app. Oh, I wow. think is what the kids are calling it these days. And I've heard about your fallout with Turner. And you know, mm. those AEW guys, they're, uh, I don't really like them all myself either, but I'm happy that you guys are going to give us the chance. Now, I have to apologize. Uh, you might have thought that Mr. Callis was going to be on the call today. Yeah. Uh, he really wants to talk to you guys as well. He just had another thing with some wrestler. Uh, but he's going to have, I'm going to have, I'm going to have him call you guys later today. Yeah. We're excited to hear from you. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're certainly looking forward to hearing from, uh, Dan Callis as we call him. Uh, do you think the wrestler could be John Moxley? <laughs> so Beaumont, uh, flubbed his name on one of our episodes and called him Dan. So we've kind of been running with that on his, on our show. So do you know, like, is he aware of that? Do you happen to know? Like, we're just curious. I I don't think he knows about it necessarily. Okay. But I've known I've known Mr. Callis a long time and he has a fantastic sense of humor. I think he will just love that. It will be one of his favorite things. He'll really get a kick out of it. And you guys will be number one on his list of talent to pay attention to. Oh, that's a that's a nice list. I think that's a list we want to be on, right, Bo? Oh yeah. I mean, like I guess you could be number zero, but then you don't exist. So number one's great. Yeah, I mean, that's above Kenny Omega. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Well, what about uh, Mr. Demore? You may have heard on our show, we've got this segment we've called Hit Watch, where we're kind of tracking uh, when Moxley may hit Dan Callis, as we say it on this, just Beaumont so eloquently. Because he says. did. He did. It's been a ton of fun, but like, do you think he'll be okay with that too? I mean, we drive it in pretty hard on a yeah, week. Yeah, we, we talk regularly about someone enacting violence upon him in every episode. Like, you think he'll be a, like? You think his sense of humor will cover that though? Listen, don't tell him later when you call him. But the hit watch is one of my favorite parts of your show every week. I also look forward to the moment when Mr. Callis will get hit when he's near John Moxley. That being said, I also think. I also think he would greatly enjoy the hit watch. He knows that you're just taking the shit out of the situation. And I think he will love it so much that he's going to start giving you championship matches. <laughs> Mr. Demore, we cannot thank you. That is so kind. I, I, I wish I were into rubber stamps because I would put a billion of them on me right now and be signed, sealed, and delivered. Woof. Man, yeah, this is, I'll tell you what, Mr. Demore, this has been a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate the time and we're invigorating. Uh, yeah. Like, and we are, I'll tell you what, we are very interested in the Impact brand. And you guys uh, have got a lot going on right now, some exciting stuff. Yeah. Let me give you the elevator pitch for, you can see this on the headlines now, 
Brain Buster Boys Impact Wrestling. Yes. All right. We've got all of the fresh new stuff. Rich Swan, a former jobber in the other guys' cruiserweight division. Mm-hmm. He is flourishing as the world champion. We just had Juice Robinson and David Finley from New Japan oh, Pro yeah. Wrestling over oh, as yeah. a tag team. Love David it. Finley's father is a famous wrestler. And we got David Finley on impact. That is huge for us. Our tag team division is flourishing we have some guys that might be invested in other shows but overall our tag team division is through the roof we have got so many wonderful things our women's division is popping off as the kids say oh like it's no one's business diona perrazzo is doing fantastic stuff impact wrestling is what you guys have to watch every week wow i mean bowman how could we say no to that yeah, I mean, you know, uh, unless, uh, you know, Dan Callis were to have a different attitude about Wait, it, watch. That's the only like, thing I can see. Sounds but, like I mean, we're going to be okay. Honestly, uh, I mean, he's got to be a good sport, right? You know, I mean, shit. Yeah. Listen, I think with the jokes you guys make, the sense of humor you guys have, you are going to replace John Cena and Hulk Hogan on Don Callis's wrestling Mount Rushmore, okay? Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Oh, I, hope I, I hope the sculptor makes my nose look okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what my hair will look like at that point. Oh, boy. Well, Mr. Damore, I mean, we cannot thank you enough from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, this has been a ton of fun, and uh, we look forward to connecting with Don later and uh, very much look forward to hearing from you again. Yeah, real, pl- real pleasure. Absolutely, you guys. It has been a pleasure to talk to you guys. I have five other phone calls to make on five different phones with five different earpieces. So I will get Don Callis in touch with you and we will be talking soon. That is guaranteed. Awesome. Thank you very much. We look forward to it. Hello, this is the Brain Buster Boys. Fellas, fellas, how are you doing? Don Callis, best goddamn wrestling promoter in the whole world. Wow, Mr. Callis, uh, can you believe it? I, I can't. It's good to I hear. I can't believe it. It's, it's actually him. It's actually him. It's good to hear from you, Mr. Callis. We're doing well. How are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, I've been real busy, but I listened to the first three episodes of your guys' show, and uh, I think that Turner's been holding you down, and I think that you could do very well under the Impact Wrestling veranda. You, I, you know, we uh, we agree. Mm-hmm. We had a nice call with the. Uh, Scott earlier today went very great. He seems like a great guy to work with. And, uh, you know, we, of course, love you and everything you've been doing with AEW and previously New Japan. So uh, yeah, it's, I think it would serve as a, a natural bridge. Um, especially with that. the crossover now going on with Impact exactly. and yeah, AEW yeah, yeah. and New Japan. So, mm. yeah, uh, sir, we're, we're, we're pretty intrigued. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, yeah. And uh, so what do you think about our, our show? Uh, yeah, j- j- just curious. Uh, Oh, I, 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 so uh, I, I've been very busy because you know Kenny Omega versus John Moxley in the exploding death wire, barb, in the exploding barbed wire death match. Yeah. So I, uh, I've only listened to the first three episodes, uh, because I'm also the executive vice president of Impact Wrestling. I've got very busy things. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it later. I'm gonna listen to them later. I, I, I trust that the first three episodes are representative of the whole thing. Yeah, that's a pretty good sample size. Uh. So I think that's we're we're glad you enjoy it for sure. Agreed. 
Oh, of course it is. I mean, I'm manager of Kenny Omega, the best goddamn athlete in all of pro wrestling. Look at him. He's jacked. <laughs> he is jacked. Just like you used to tell Kevin Kelly. Uh, yeah, you're, I miss your commentary in New Japan, but uh, I know you're off doing bigger and better things now. And again, it's just an honor to be talking to you. He is jacked. Yeah, he is jacked. Well, he is, and he's going to destroy John Moxley and end John Moxley this Sunday at AEW Revolution. Oh, yeah, just like we were talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah uh, that It should be a great match. I mean, definitely uh, never seen anything like an exploding barbed wire death match here uh, in the States in the last shit 20-something years. So, uh, you know, being from Cincinnati, uh, I'm definitely a big John Moxley guy myself. But, uh, I mean, how can you go wrong with – like you said, the best athlete, the best pro wrestler in the world. I think it's Kenny's time. And uh, I know we're excited to see that match. Uh, we've been real hyped about it for uh, quite a while. Yes, yes. Kenny, I believe, will win. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. I, uh, I got some things to do down in Jacksonville, unpacking some uh, presents for Moxley. But I... Uh, I've got a busy schedule, so uh, you'll talk to Scott. He'll be your point guy, and uh, I'll get back to you uh, when I can. Uh, that sounds great. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, uh, hey, we really appreciate your time, Mr. Callis. This has been awesome. Yeah, thanks a lot, Dan. You know, it's been it's been a real uh, pleasure. It's Dawn. All right, I'll see you guys later. Yes. When did they start changing phone numbers to letters? Holy shit, Triple H. He's calling us back, dude. You know I've been trying to get a hold of him. We yeah, gotta yeah. take this. We, take it, take we this. gotta this take this right, right now. You got, it. You, got it. you got it. Breathe. Need this. You got it. You got it. You got it. Hello, this is Brett. Hey, I'm looking for the Brainbuster boys. Holy shit. Yeah, you got them. Yeah, uh, that, that, that's us. Who is this? This is the game. Triple H. Holy shit. Triple no H. Way. Wow. No, no. Great to no. hear from you, sir. How are you? Great. I got your voicemail. It's nice to talk to you. I'm a huge fan. I'm listening to every episode all the way back since episode one. Wow. Get out. Unbelievable. Uh-uh. Well, thank you for uh, for listening. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. For real. For real, man. Oh, where are my manners? Shit. Are you guys okay? I just heard all that stuff that happened with Turner. Oh, oh, oh wait. Well, n- number one, thank you for asking. Yeah, we appreciate we it. We are okay. I mean, we're still a bit shook. Yeah, obviously. my car got dinged up. Uh, still, you know, it's mostly fixed, but still some minor things. But yeah, uh, we're we're all good. Uh, you know, we're just trying to kind of not talk pick about Pick the it. pieces back up and kind of move forward. But not, really appreciate you asking. Talk about it, yeah. Well, that, that, that Turner guy is a son of a bitch. Trust me. I go way back with that guy. You got he that, kicked right. me out of his company. I came to my place and I beat his ass in the ratings. Hell yeah, brother. Good shit. Well, it's wonderful to hear that you boys are doing great. I hear that you're also looking for a fresh start. You need a new show to cover on your podcast here. You're right about that. Yes, uh, yes, we are. We are in the market. For sure. Yeah, indeed. Well, I got something. I got a proposition for you. How about you guys cover NX? No shit. Are you for real? This this, this, this has got to be. This is this, this can't be real. This is the news we've been waiting this, for this, all this, week. 
Wow. Yes, like, we are very interested. We are, yeah. Like, oh my God. Well, trust wow. me, I'm very interested. Like I said, I've been listening since episode one, and I am the biggest fan of the Brain Buster Boys. I can't. So I think uh, maybe uh, I can uh, make a couple calls to uh, some people upstairs. And I'm not talking about God, I'm talking about the man who defeated God right in the middle of the squared circle. Yes, I, <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. And yeah, we would love uh, to come, but I will say we definitely want to cover just NXT, but yeah, whatever you got to run by Vince. Uh, the man like. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. Hey, it's like not every day. <laughs> You've loved wrestling since I'm geeking it out. I can't and believe like, this. A, a childhood dream <laughs> unlocked. Yes. Like, Paul, like not every can day. Can I call you Paul? You can call me whatever you want, son. Oh, Paul, thank you so much. This is excellent. Uh, yes, whatever you got to do, we would love to be part of Team NXT, right, Beaumont? Yes. Can I call you HHH? You call me whatever you want. Well, you are so cool, man. Like, you know, we, we still watch and we love NXT, but, you know, we've been covering AEW. Uh, so, you know, this is going to just be such a great opportunity for yeah, us. Yeah. You've been so awesome. So, I mean, thank you. So honestly, I'm marking out, bro. I haven't marked out since about 1992. So, you guys, big fans, like I said. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, so where do we go from here? Yeah. What's the next thing? Tell us what to do. We'll do it. Like I said, I'm going to make some calls. You guys are on your way up. Be optimistic, fellas. This is wrestling. Your faces. You'll be hearing from me. And we'll talk soon, fellas. Wow, thank right. you so much. We thank will look you. forward to hearing from you. I cannot wait. Take care. Have a great day, sir. All right. Thanks, HHH. Peace out. Hello, this is Brett. Hi, Brett. It's Rocky Romero here. Uh, sorry I missed your calls. I've been pretty swamped with Castle Attack and New Japan Cup, getting that squared away and online. So it's good you called back again. I was just about to give you a ring. Yeah, Mr. Romero. Wow, it's great to hear from you. And no worries whatsoever. I really appreciate the call. And I'll tell you what, that second Castle Attack show was excellent. Uh, the Naito Abushi match, and now those belts are being unified. And my boy Abushi hoisting them up. I can't believe it. But I digress. <laughs> I, I can't believe you called me. This is so exciting. So uh, yeah, good, great I'm to hear from you. I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. Uh, I did hear that you and the boys over at Turner were out in the outs. Um, I'm yeah. sorry things went sour, but, you know, sometimes that's the way things go in this business. I appreciate you. Uh, I also know you're interested in NG NJPW. Uh, you are aware that we have the Super J cast pushing out great content for us, right? Of course, yeah. I mean, I'm a huge New Japan fan. Of course, I'm interested. And yeah, I love the Super J cast. Uh, it's one of my favorite wrestling podcasts. And in fact, I kind of credit them, you know, being an influence for me getting this started and sent it to my partner before we got doing this. But yeah, all love to them. And, you know, I definitely don't want to step on their toes whatsoever. Uh, but again, I'm just happy to hear from you. And I, I really appreciate your call. Sure. They're, they're really pushing out quality content. But I do think there may be some more untapped potential in the market for you to capitalize on. Oh, uh, okay. With everything going on with AEW and Impact, the Roku mm -hmm. partnership, mm -hmm. uh, New Japan strong blowing up and the growth looking good in the States, mm -hmm. uh, 
I really think you may have something here. I mean, I I listened to your stuff. Like okay. Star Wars comps, Eddie Kingston, Job of the Hut. Come on, that's just that was ridiculous, man. Well, thank so, you. I, I like what you're doing. I like what you're doing, and I'll I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pitch this up the ladder. I'll take this to Abari San and Chairman Sugabayashi. Uh, okay. We'll see what they think about it. Excellent. Wow, that is more than I could have ever asked for. Uh, I really, really appreciate that, and thank you for listening to the show. Uh, are you a star? I guess you're a Star Wars fan yourself, huh? Oh, oh yeah, real deep. I mean, obviously, if we're going into prequels. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 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 no just average Star Wars fan. I got so, you. You got me there. But uh, I'll get back to you once I talk to him, and we'll go from there. Okay. Excellent. And real one last thing, sir. I just wanted to say I'm a big fan. Love your work and uh, your match with El Fantasmo at the 2019 Best of Super Juniors is fucking incredible. Five stars in my book. Thank you. Oh sir. man, appreciate that, man. Good to hear. Glad you enjoyed it. All righty. Take care, brother. All right, man. Wow, what a day. What a day. I mean, uh, coming into the day, you know, we had the the impact call schedule, and not only did we get to talk to Scott DeMore, we got to talk to Dan Callis and talk to him (laughs) separately. Like, man, DeMore was a great dude. I love that guy and that guy. I mean, what a <laughs> what a thrill just talking to fucking Callis. And not only that, Triple H, like, dude, uh, like, pinch me. I, am I dreaming here? Like, this is, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still kind of stressful, and, you know, I still don't know what's going to happen or where we're going or what we're doing, but a day like today kind of makes me, you know, remember that this is all worth it and we're going to be okay, and this is exciting. Uh I mean, I can't believe Rocky Romero called me personally. Uh, I wish you would have been there for that. Like, yeah. it was fucking awesome. Uh, I'm, st- I just can't really get over all this. Um, I, yeah, this is what. How are you feeling, man? Uh, I'm just happy for you. <laughs> Why is that? Just after everything. That like somehow like out of your, out of someone's ass we could pull this and right we're gonna could, be great it, it could turn out well like it's definitely gonna turn out well no I'm just I'm just happy for you man <laughs> I, it's not just me I know this is I us. know I, I know this is us but I'm but thank you this is again this welcome. has been a great day you're welcome especially I just, after you know being up all night throwing up and not sleeping you know really the pre- previous couple like i'm energized yeah i get it and i I know you know good who knows how these next few days will go and yes revolution on sunday is it's gonna be awesome but you know it is gonna suck knowing it's you know the end so to speak yeah uh but like i said i feel great after today and like you know we have four great suitors you know that want us that are excited about us yeah. So, I'm I'm pretty pumped. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd still no. wish to be doing AEW mm. more than any of this. I know. But the situation is what it is, and I'm okay with it. I'm at peace with it. And don't I don't want you to keep harping on that. It's done. We okay. had our... It's, okay. it, you know, it's done. Okay, okay. 
Okay. So okay. let's let's cel- let's celebrate. You know, sure. Let's have sure. a couple beers. Let's, let's celebrate this day. Let's have a little fun. Okay. Yeah. Let's watch some fucking wrestling. Okay. Uh, and that that, that uh, Okada. Uh, uh, that, you got that right. Omega Okada thing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's, One of let's the watch. best I've matches seen... of my life. Okay. Let's watch it. Yeah, dude. It's gonna be sick. Saturday, March 6th. Hey, papi. Hey, buddy. Are you ready? Could be decision day today, baby. I think I am. I think I am. I think I am. I think I, think I am. it's going to be a good one. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah I, I hope so. Nothing scheduled today, but I mean, after what happened yesterday and, you know, I'm feeling good. I think I think we could get some offers. Yeah, yeah, today. yeah. No, I think I'm beginning to kind of get... The energy you've been emitting I mean, the past few good, days. Good, good. I mean, we may not be putting pen to paper today, but I think offers are coming. All right, all right. Well, let's um, let's make sure our phones are uh, not on silent. Yeah. And uh, let's. Uh, Dude, how about that fucking Omega Okada match? That was crying. That was crying. I can't fine. wait to show you here, the other three. Yeah. Here, let's uh, let's let's order a Larosa Cincinnati pizza. Let's do it. Chill the fuck out and wait for these calls. Let's do it. Hello, this is the Brain Buster Boys. Gentlemen, how the fuck are you? It's Joe Coff. How are you guys? It's Joe. Good to hear from you. It's been a hectic week, but we're doing good. Uh, good, yeah. good, good. Did you guys, uh, did you guys get the email? What'd you guys think? What are you guys, you guys ready to join the, the Ring of Honor mm. family here? We got it. Uh, yeah, I, you know, uh, we, we're interested. We, yeah, I mean, you know, we, uh, yeah, are still definitely interested. Um, we're biding our time a little bit. Like the week we've yeah. had is kind of like, you okay. know, um, we've been fielding a lot yeah. of calls and, but don't get us wrong. Like we are still interested. We just, there's a lot of irons in the fire right now. And, yeah. There's always yeah. a little wiggle room. Is there, is there anything I could add into that list that you guys, uh, you, did you guys like? I mean, that's like I said, I mean, you know, Sinclair's balls deep in the skyline chili. You know, well, maybe if they could get balls deep into Dixie chilling, yeah. then we might talk. I mean, we'll ha- we'll have to think about. It. Thing is, we ch- we haven't had a lot of time to think. We've you know just had like, yeah, it, it's been, yeah, yeah, it's been very uh, one after the other. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, uh, okay, understand. I mean, you know, I just want you guys to know that uh, you know, Ring of Honor is very interested in you guys. I think you guys be a great fit of what we're doing over here. Um, you know, we're growing. I know you guys are growing. Um, you know, we're pure. You guys are pure. I mean, I think it's a, it's a win-win for, uh, for all of us. Well, so, we, uh, I understand. We'll we greatly mind. appreciate that. All of it, for real. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, we'll see how this next day or two goes. And uh, we, you know, we hope to be back. In, well, we'll be back in touch with you one way or the other. You know, like, we're not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, listen, I just want I want you guys to know that you guys are you're high on the list. You know, I awesome. think um you. you know with you're I mean, high on ours as well. It's nice. So, to and we're just not in yeah. a place we're just not in a place yet to be able to make that decision. Okay. But no pressure. Yeah. I mean this I mean the, the offer should be there for you guys, so I don't want to pressure you guys or anything. So excellent. Bo, you, you know, feel if there's anything, I mean I I can look into the Dixie Chili thing, that might be a little tough, but I mean, you know. If it's a deal breaker, I can. I, I know people. I'll see what we can do. So, 
So that's all we could ask. Yeah. All right. Well, I just, I just asked you guys to consider it unless I'd love to have you guys. It's a win-win for both of us. But thanks a bunch for uh, for, even to, for taking my call and even considering it. You, you've been very kind. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. thank you, Mr. Koff. And same back to you. We appreciate it. Like, this is still – this is awesome. Like, just to be able to talk and – be talking to the Ring of Honor exec. It's a, it's a very cool thing. So yeah, once we once we get back on tour, regardless of what you guys decide, I'd love to have to put you guys up in a show. You know, we'll get you all taken care of. We'll get you backstage. You can meet the talent. That um, sounds wonderful. We'll get you great seats and the whole kit and caboodle. So yeah. wonderful. Thank you. All righty. Well, we look forward to it, Joe, and we'll be back in touch soon. All right, guys. Thanks so much. All righty. You take care, brother. Bye. Take care. God, I feel terrible now. Like, yeah, I mean, he's he's a good dude, and I know they've got a nice product, but, but I mean, yeah, I don't think there's really any way we're actually gonna. No, I mean that was the that was the softest of if an if a no was a pillow, like that was it, you know. Uh, and uh, yeah, I yeah, I didn't want to tell the guy no, you know, and also we don't know what's gonna happen, but. Yeah, I mean, at best, they're a fallback for us. But, yeah. again, like, he, the guy had a good pitch, and I'm intrigued. I wasn't lying. Like, I am intrigued. I'll probably start watching it more, but I don't necessarily want to cover it. Yeah, I just uh, didn't think I'd feel this way during this process. I kind of thought it would be the other way around, you know. What do you um, mean? You know, feeling bad for us being in this kind of position. uh you know, of having to find, you know, something new. Uh, and now, you know, we've, you know, rejected somebody else. So I thought we would be the rejects, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I know. So I know. It, yeah. It, it, it's, it, 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 it's, it's a weird kind of a surprising whiplash. Fully yet. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. You have one new voice message. Hey, Brainbuster Boys, it's Dan. Nope. Don Callis, I can't believe you guys fucking called again. Uh, listen here, I've heard your little hit watch bullshit, and I'm gonna put you motherfuckers into the ground when I'm done with you. Moxley is gonna have a shit time at Revolution after he gets his ass wiped by Kenny Omega. Get fucked, Brainbuster boys. End of message. To erase the message, press seven. Hello, this is Brett. It's Beaumont too. Hey guys, it's uh, it's Scott here. Uh, hey Scott, listen, I just got off of a of a sixth phone call with with Don Callis, and uh, mm. he was not happy about the stuff that you guys have been saying on the show. Uh, yeah, we, I believe what he said sure. to me directly was, uh, "You two are lower on his list of favorite wrestlers than John Moxley." I believe was the phrasing he used. Oh. <laughs> so. Uh, Oh boy! Now he's hit so, us. <laughs> now, 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 now we're we're gonna have to hit him. Yeah. So unfortunately, you know, guys, Don Callis went to the Randy Orton school of booking. Once your mind is made up, it's always made up. There's no going back. So, uh, I would love to do business with you someday, though. I could see the famous commentary phrase: "What are Bart and Buford doing in the Impact Zone in the future?" Uh, but unfortunately, for today, we are going to have to pass on you guys it's a real shame your show is hilarious you guys are fantastic you're nice even in phone calls mm. <laughs> well 
Mr. Demore, we really appreciate it. And, yeah, you know, yeah, we, we really appreciate you. this call as well. Uh, yeah, well sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, let's definitely uh, keep in touch, you know, despite what Dan uh, thinks. Yes. And what he does. And, or and what we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll certainly be tuned into the show and, you know, wish you guys nothing but the best. And, mm. you know, who knows where we'll be headed and where our paths may cross soon again. But, uh, you know, we appreciate the time and everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Nothing but respect for you guys, you young whippersnapper go-getters, you know. Uh, well, thank you very much, sir. Uh, we look forward to seeing you in the future. I hope. Wonderful. Thank you, guys. Take care. You have one new voice message. Fellas, fellas, fellas. How you doing? Sorry I missed your call. Good. All right. All right. Good. Glad you're doing good. Good is good. Listen, you guys. Got a minute? So I had a conversation with the higher-ups. I think you both know what I'm talking about. It's Vince. He's got a problem with your name. We don't do brain busters on WWE, you guys. Well, at least one of you are marks. You know, it's been declassified since 2000 and whatever. And guys, I hate to say it. That's a deal breaker with Vince. He saw the name and was immediately out. And even if he were into it, he said you'd have to cover the main roster. I don't know that's something you all don't want to do. I don't blame you. I mean, you guys know Vince. He's all about nowhere plot lines, fart jokes, and objectifying women. If you guys were about that, maybe we can make something work. But you're not like that at all. So I'm sorry, guys. I really am. I like you guys, and I wish you all the best in your future endeavors. Hello, this is Brett. Hi, Brett. It's uh, Rocky Romero here. How you doing? Doing good, man. How about you? I'm well. I'm well. Thanks for asking. Uh, I wanted to call you back, let you know that I ran the idea back up to Obari-san and Chairman Sukabayashi, Mm -hmm. and uh, they had a pretty positive reception to the idea. Excellent. Um, Yeah, they they got a kick out of your content. Uh, They saw good potential there. Uh, unfortunately, we took the idea higher up the la- ladder to Bushi Road, mm-hmm. and things sort of stalled there. Uh, you know, they're not huge on taking chances. Uh, I mean, you saw what happened when we put the title on Evil last year. So, mm, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was it was okay, but yeah, yeah. I feel you. Yeah, so I'm sorry that we're gonna have to pass on you right now. Uh, I. Really enjoy what you're doing. Uh, keep doing it, man. Uh, don't be a stranger. Uh, you never know what, the way things can go in this business. Uh, and best of luck, man. Hey, you know what? I really appreciate it. And again, just thank you for the opportunity. It's been awesome just talking to you. And, you know, I will certainly be watching from afar. And uh, who knows when our paths may cross again. But uh, keep crushing it over there. And uh, I'll see you down the road, brother. All right, sure thing, man. You take care. Oh, fuck. What a whirlwind. 
these past few days have been. Uh, I uh, can't sit here right now and tell you this is what I thought was going to happen, especially after, you know, all the great, you know, what I thought were great things yesterday. And, you know, it really was, I said at the bow, I'm like, it really was a dream getting to talk to Triple H and Scott Demore and Dan Callis and Rocky Romero and, like, it was awesome. And, I mean, I'm not going to forget those experiences. Like, as just a lifelong fan, like, that was very cool. But I sit here deflated and tired because I haven't slept much this week and sad a little bit that, you know, AEW is coming to an end for us. And what a run it's been. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I've been trying to stay positive and upbeat and excited about all this. But I mean, this is by far my lowest point. Um, and, you know, one of the lower points I've had just in general in my life in a while. It's, you know, I you get so excited and amped up for all this and just, you know, one by one and just all those calls and voicemails coming so quickly. Just kick to the nuts after kick to the nuts. And, you know, again, I didn't sleep last night. Just can't stop thinking about those calls. And if there's anything that I could have done differently to, you know, have things go in our favor I don't think there is but you know I guess it doesn't matter at this point I just you know I really do still think that whatever happens you know this show's gonna be great I mean you know we've got such a good thing and you know I know Beaumont and I can make it great whatever it is but it's just not gonna be the same and I'm just, you know, I finally, I think I've finally accepted that, that, you know, it's it's not going to be the same and it may not be quite as fun or exciting or whatever, but we're still going to do it. You know, the brain buster boys aren't going anywhere and, you know, I don't know. I just, uh, I'm still just having trouble processing all this. That was, you know, definitely one of the most difficult days I've had and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I am excited for Revolution tomorrow. Um, I think it's going to be great. Uh, I'm sure I'll set, shed some tears when that's done. Um, but, yeah, just going to try and make the best of things and uh, just see what happens. Sunday, March 7th. So, uh... I was talking to my therapist the other day and I was uh, telling her that in the, you know, the past week, two weeks, like maybe even a month or so at this point, uh, I'd really begun to wonder why I decided to make stuff like this. You know, uh, this podcast, my writing, art in general. And then the quick answer for me was that, you know, I enjoy it. I enjoy making this, engaging with um our audience you know thinking about what they like and then i asked myself well what do you really enjoy about it you know inside what's fulfilling for you and the quick answer for that was success acknowledgement recognition you know whatever you want to call it you know things that are determined or measured by other people 
And so that very morning before I met with her, I was thinking about this thing, standing there in the shower. Um, and at the same time, I was thinking about, you know, like looking down at the bottom of my shower, thinking about how it's always so dirty, no matter how much I clean it. And I realized right then that what I enjoy about making this success, you know, acknowledgement, just, just being seen or heard just leads me to emptiness, dissatisfaction. And I, you know, realized after talking to her that I needed to find something inside of myself, a reason only measured by me for doing this. Or otherwise, how will I ever know that my heart is in it? There's gonna be revolution when you know We all wanna change the world What's up, man? Hey. How you doing? You holding up? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm alright. Uh, still just kinda shell-shocked, I think. Uh, yesterday fucking sucked. Yeah, it did. Um... Especially with just, you know, how high I was about everything at the end of Friday. And, I mean, yeah, there, you know, love Joe Coff and Ring of Honor. And, you know, that all went well. And I guess we could always call Corgan back from NWA. But, yeah, I'm pretty devastated right now. And, uh, uh, hey, I got this sixer too hearted. <laughs> I'll, I'll let's, go, let's go sit down and have one. Yeah. Well, we did try everything. Yeah, I mean, we, we've given it our all. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, it just, it sucks. I feel, t- I feel, uh, I, I feel terrible about this whole thing. I mean. Well, you shouldn't, <clears throat> by any means. Um, and like I said, it's not like there's nothing. And like. I feel like we've been smart about all this. Like, we have put feelers out everywhere. We've diversified every single asset that we've had. Like, you know, we have really tried to, like, kind of um, adapt our show to any of these things, to any of these organizations. And, and it's just like, and it's, it's like, what do you do at this point? Yeah, I mean, fucking... You know? Vince McMahon just hating the name Brainbutt, like what a joke. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's just kind of a, the crux of fucking Vince and WWE. Right? It like, wouldn't even give us a chance. Yeah, yeah. When Triple H loved us, and it's like we don't even want the main <laughs> roster. I know. It's like it's like being smart blew up in our faces. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, again, I, it's it sucks, but you know there'll be something. Yeah. I mean, hell, NWA and fucking Billy Corgan could be cool, mm. but I don't know. Um, at and least we've got revolution tonight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward see, to that. I, I just thought, like, I wanted to help you make the best possible decision we can make, the smartest one, the most well-informed one. Mm-hmm. You know, to do the thing that was best for Brain Buster Boys. Think this through. Be smart, you know, mm-hmm. not stupid. 
mean, shit, Brett. Like, I feel like trying something stupid. Like, you know, what if we did just try the stupidest possible thing we could do? Like, just the most dumb, bottom-of-the-barrel, just idiotic thing. Send it straight to Vince. You're and so, just see what happens. You're sounding like George Costanza right now. And I, I like I, it. Yeah, but I mean, like, but remember what happened on Opposite Day? He got a job with the Yankees. Oh, yeah. He got a job with George Steinbrenner, who is Vince McMahon. You know what? In our scenario. You know what? You mentioned Vince, and it kind of made me. Th- I've been thinking constantly about all these calls from yesterday and everything, uh, and it's uh-huh. like, what could have we done differently? And. Like, I don't know if there is anything we could have done differently. Just things didn't bounce our way. But you just kind of made me think when Triple H, you know, he loved us. You know, he he's did. like, I might be your biggest fan. You know, I think he was puffing us up a little bit. But he mentioned about Vince and loving fart jokes and nowhere plot lines and objectifying women, which we don't have any of that. But we can certainly uh, find some fart jokes. We got plenty of those. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I guess there was that part where we did kind of rip on Britt Baker for being a Steelers fan, which was yeah. kind of fun. And uh, we've got a whole plot show. Dude, dude, but, so uh, uh, are you thinking what I'm thinking here? Yeah, fuck it. Let's, let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. Let's Come on. Cut, let's it. cut up a fuck fucking how, how, how much time we got till Revolution? We got a few hours. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's cut up the dumbest bullshit reel of our yeah. show. Oh, a couple minutes. Yeah, like, like, like make the worst possible version <laughs> of <laughs> Brain Buster Boys ever. Yeah. Like just... Yeah, let's go. The Come fart on. boys. I'm down. You the ready? Fart boys. Let's do it. <laughs> let's go. Get-go when we started this show, our two guys were always hangman. 
one. Oh, yeah. There he is. It has begun. Fire fucking engine red. Look at Kenny, too. Fucking uh, Joe see? Dirt snakes and sparklers fireworks. You need the snake, the Jake Dosey yeah. fireworks. God. Man, but what a fucking moment there with yeah. uh, Kingston covering him Whoa. up. I just can't He's believe character it. stuff, man. It fucked up that bad, but yeah. uh, what a way to go out. Uh, yeah. Man, it mm-hmm. sucks. I, you know, you've probably seen me. I've been wearing this all in hat like all week. Uh, that's where it all began. That's where my fandom of this company began, and. You know, it wasn't even AEW then, but that was the precipice. And, you know, it was there from the jump. And, you know, it's been just incredible. And reminding me of what it was like to be a kid as a wrestling fan. Like, that's what this does to me. And I am going to miss it because I know there's nothing better. Well, again, New Japan is great and I love it. But, like, because they don't have the stories like this and it's not in English. Mm. So, yes, from, like, a pure wrestling standpoint, sure. But, like... AEW is that's it's just the best. And I'm I'm really glad to hear you say that because like you know uh like I've felt terrible about this all the and I know you've said like don't feel bad about the Turner thing and what I did with the book of Turner and everything. 
But it's not so much about like you forgiving me as me forgiving myself. Sure, absolutely. About you sh- this. You should too. I mean, it's a process, it's hard. I know. But seeing you at least release that because I know like you were excited all week and you know, now we're here. Um I don't know. It makes me just feel kind of okay, like, you know. Yeah, we're still gonna be okay. Yeah, you know, like, sometimes you gotta turn things upside down. Yep. To get them right side up. Yep. And again, through this whole way, it's all worked out. Whatever it may be, it's all worked out. So if we're talking about fucking Ring of Honor, we're talking about Ring of Honor, and we're gonna make it the best fucking Ring of Honor show there is. No. And same with NWA. I mean, I think, you know, those are probably our only two legitimate options at this point i mean who knows but yeah i mean it fucking sucks but that was a fun show and i had a blast watching it with you and you know again it's not like aew is going anywhere we can still watch it it's just we can't it's just not going to be the same but like i'm never going to stop watching that because it's so fucking good and you know we can talk about it off air and i don't know if you're still going to watch and whatever but uh Regardless, this is, it's been a, you know, tumultuous up and down week from tires blown out to sickness to not sleeping to the highest of highs and talking to Triple H and Rocky Romero and the lowest of lows of getting all those rejections yesterday. But, Mm. you know, we just watched a pretty damn good wrestling show and, uh, you know, I'm optimistic for whatever the future holds. Well, you know what? We got one more Brainbuster Boys That's right. AEW to do. That's right. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Let's do it, baby. Yeah. Monday, March 8th. Boys, episode 14. My name is Brett Jagger, along with Beaumont Rand. Hey, everyone. It's uh, It's been a while, right? Yeah, it's been, uh, been a weird uh, weird uh, roller coaster of a week. Um, mm-hmm. Of a month. Of a, yes, yes. That's uh, yeah, more like two months at this point. Mm-hmm. Shit. But here we are uh, on the heels of a AEW revolution, which in and of itself was uh, certainly pretty interesting that mm-hmm. we're about to get into. But For sure. uh, yeah, um, to say it was bittersweet uh, is one way of putting it. Uh, kind of bitter to just like, wow, that's it, you know. For AEW, for yeah. us covering AEW, yeah. you know, like it's it's just like wow, and I, you know, that hit us last night as we were cleaning up and. But, but yeah, here we are, man. But you know, um, it hit us last night. You know, as you know, the last shot of Revolution faded, and the TV turned off, and you know, we did our thing. We cleaned up, had our conversation. Um, but like, when I woke up today, I felt better than I thought I would feel last night. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I'd say I'm in a pretty similar boat. Good. So let's, yeah. uh, you know what? Let's close this out and then just move, move forward to whatever's next. I'm, so uh, yeah, hell yeah. And let's just start. Well, you know, let's start right at the top with the ending, and let's just kick it right off with hit watch, hit watch, hit watch, hit watch. Oh, Moxley hit Dan Callis. And I don't know if it's unfortunate or fortunate, more unfortunate, but uh, Moxley did not hit Dan Callis. And we kind of talked a little bit in leading up to Revolution of the exploding barbed wire deathmatch kind of making an obstacle of that. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't know how close Callis is going to get to the ring. Yeah. You know, fortunately, he was at commentary. So it's like, he's out there. We're good. Um and, you know, it kind of got teased a little bit after the match yeah. when he got in the ring. But it never really got as close as I think we'd hoped. But uh, It wasn't close at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, far less close than um, that immediate fire engine red yeah. uh, back in February. And even and, crazier, yeah. you know, long, long ago, my prediction was kind of that it would be the dynamite before Revolution. Uh-huh. And Moxley and Kenny weren't even featured on that Dynamite, which was very surprising. No, and really the closest one was the one near. I watched it at my dad's office when Moxley almost kicked yes, Dan yes, Callis. That really yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. So you know, Hit Watch, uh, Hit Watch lives another day. It's yeah. not dead. It, it, um, it's probably likely on pause for a long for quite time. a while. And yeah. again, it may never happen at this point, but. Uh, it's you know, we've certainly had a ton of fun with it, and it's certainly, you know, even though we may be going away from AEW, who knows if and when we'll be back or Hit Watch will be back, you know, whatever. It still lives in our hearts and minds. It's never, it's not going anywhere. Uh, you may have seen the promo video we put out. We had a lot of fun with that, uh, and stay tuned for more uh, on that end. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately no Hit Watch, but... Uh, Beaumont, the uh, the end of Revolution uh, certainly ca caught some flack uh, for the uh, explosions or lack thereof when the 30-minute the countdown timer was going off oh, there. Oh, big time. To go back to Sinister Jim Mitchell, um, but not the actual Sinister Jim Mitchell, but my uncle Jim Mitchell. Yeah. Um, we would have this fireworks competition, most redneck casting ever, yeah. with like the neighbors. And like, you know, they would go to Indiana where you could buy illegal fireworks yeah, and yeah, shoot yeah. shit off. And they were always rinky-dink, jank-ass fireworks. Yeah. Spend like a grand on them. Yeah. A grand like he didn't have. Yeah. You know, and um, <laughs> that's what it reminded yeah. me of. It reminded me of their fireworks show. Yeah. Just like Roman candles that, that came out of the turnbuckles. Yep. And then like a plume a of smoke. A couple big explode, and that's yeah. that. And that's it. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I mean, it was very uh, just... Unfortunate. I'm, it was well. It looked like a stage play, yeah. and like wrestling, you know, does share a lot of elements with a stage play. But like, obviously, the production, like, you don't see a stage play on fucking um, yeah. Turner Network Television. Exactly. You know, and you all uh, have seen and heard about this, of course. I mean, it's the talk of the wrestling world, and it, it, you know, it is probably a no. It is AEW's biggest blunder. That's it. Just is what it is. Um, it's a shame. Um, you know, it didn't really affect my enjoyment of the show. Like, I still had a lot of fun watching the show, and we'll get into that. But, like, you know, after Kenny and Moxley put their bodies through all that, and, like, it just is a shame that it ended that way. And, like, you know, Eddie Kingston running out at the last second. Like, hell, I'm getting goosebumps again right now. Like, that storytelling was incredible. Yeah. And you can't take that away. 
Like the fact that he came down to sit, you know, try and save his enemy slash former friend who he's hated for, you know, five months, whatever. Mm. And to, in that moment when the clock is ticking, like I almost teared up last night before the non-ex was like, wow, this is great. And then yeah, well, the little puff. Yeah. Two things about that. Number one, like that adds so much depth to Eddie Kingston as oh, a character. Not because that he of, needed it. No, but. Yeah, 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 but like, you know, like the like his moral code oh. is so defined. Yeah. It's like, you know, even though he and Moxley had like the big full gear match and the big feud, like he like, you know, wouldn't even put up with the bullshit of Dan Callis yeah. and Kenny. He's got and a doing heart. That. Yeah, he does have a heart. Yeah, he like lives by his own code. Yeah. And like you saw that manifested yep. and uh like that's just a great character. Oh man. I mean like Jesus he's Christ. Been, he's been like, probably yeah. the most compelling, you know, one of the most compelling characters on this show. And mm-hmm. like you that's what I'm saying. He didn't need another layer, but we got it. And uh I know you had another point. Oh, you were oh, oh yeah, make. yeah, yeah. It it it's like, you know, almost like, you know, the character moment in and of itself. Eddie Kingston protecting him and covering him. Mm-hmm. Um and combining that with the explosion, um, I'll, I'll contend this, and I tweeted this out. We They didn't need the explosion. Yeah. They didn't need it at all. Not to tell that yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, there was a big countdown on the Jumbotron, mm-hmm. like 10, 9, yep. 8. And, like, you know, they let it get down to zero, and Eddie Kingston was on him, and then, like, the, you know, rinky-dink fireworks yeah. happened, like Black Cat, yep. you know, <laughs> bullshit, Roman candles, sparklers. Um but, like, you know, what if Eddie Kingston and his guys would have, like, stopped it yeah. somehow? And then, like, Eddie could have gotten him. You could have had the exact same character moment without, like, the big, like, spectacle plunder. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, yeah. And obviously it was all leading to that, and that's what that exploding barbed wire match was all about. And they had this 30-minute clock. But you're right. I mean, if that's the story they wanted to tell, they didn't need it. But it is just, it's unfortunate. Um, it is what it is. It happened... AEW is going to be fine. They're going to get past it. It's all good. But uh, it just sucks because, like, the fact that Moxley and Kenny sold it like they just died, which is what they were instructed, you know, that's what they were supposed to do. That's what made it look so shitty, ultimately. Mm -hmm. Um, But we talked about this a bit off air. You know, it kind of seems like a way they're going to play this in a story now is that Kenny did a poor job of rigging up these explosions. Yeah. Which again, you gotta find a way out of it, and I get that, but like that kind of now makes your world champion look weak to a degree. But again, it's okay. Let's just let's all take a breath and not freak out about this. It's giving all the WWE fans a ton of fuel about AEW sucks, blah blah. But fuck them. I mean, it, but, but they aimed high. Yeah. And um, you know, it's like when you're playing dart team for the bullseye, and sometimes you hit where the actual numbers are. Yeah, I would you know, and, and it's okay. In my head, I'm wondering, like, in that moment, what was Tony Khan thinking? Yeah. He's uh, like, oh, fuck, like, or who fucked up? Like, well, that's what we don't know, well, too. Well, I wonder if it looked better in person at Daly's Place. Um, I don't know. <laughs> or, or or at least if it looked a little bit more, like, immersive. Because from the television angle, it looked it like... pretty bad. Oh, yeah, it looked like uh, Ringling Brothers, Barnum and, and Bailey bullshit. Let's you talk know? just briefly about the match. I mean... First off, the ref, Bryce Remsburg, wearing the hazmat suit and the face shield. And not only that, but Excalibur making the point that he still has his referee uniform on underneath that. 
big geek. Yeah. Just all that. <laughs> and the pre geek. just the aesthetic of all of it, just seeing the barbed wire and everything and him in the hazmat yeah. suit, it's like, wow, this is fucking tight. For sure. Um and I thought the you know the actual explosions in the match, like you could tell they were done safely, but it still looked good. Like yeah. it, it didn't look shitty. Like when they would hit it, it would explode, but you could tell it's not like actually hitting their bodies. Oh yeah, yeah, like um, like like a landmine. So it was honestly limbs. a great yeah. thing. And like Mo remember Moxley kicking out quote unquote of the one winged angel only because his foot hit the rope and it exploded. Oh yeah, like, that, that was, was a great awesome moment. moment. Yeah, yeah, especially because. Only one person has ever kicked out of the uh, one-winged angel, and that was Kota Ibushi in 2012, and that's not even really talked about much. So, like, that was a big moment. Um, you know, he had the exploding bat at one point. Yep. The match was very cool, and it was very well done, and I liked how they were kind of teeter-tottering, like, anytime they'd get close to the road. Like, those guys fucking busted their ass and put on a hell of a show. Blood, sweat, and tears. Mm -hmm. So let's not take it away. It was great. Um... You know, we all knew Moxley was going to lose. Uh, what a fucking run he's had from, you know, really the beginning until now. You know, that feud started at the first double or nothing, ultimately. So, the book is closed for now, and uh, Hit Watch takes a nap, but... Uh, Certainly something to keep an eye on in the coming months and years. And even though we won't necessarily be covering it, but we'll have our eyes on yeah, it. Yeah, you know, and uh, Moxley, obviously, you know, you, um, you said he was having a kid. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, he'll be back. Oh, and, yeah. and, and, you know, oh, I mean, I guess I wanted to see hopefully we, we would be covering AEW then. But <laughs> I just don't want to get ahead of myself. Yeah. Let's stop. I mean, Let's I stop. Let's stop. I will still be watching stop. AEW no matter what. Obviously, yeah. it won't be. So I'm excited to see where the Moxley character goes when he comes back. Because he's been attached to the title for so long. But there's still so many good matches and feuds he can have. What if he comes back as Dean Ambrose? <laughs> 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 and on that note, uh, so we're just going to quickly run through the matches here. Um, so just off the top on the buy-in, um, we had Dr. Britt Baker and Maki Ito, much to the delight of the fans, replacing Reba, uh, defeating Riho and Thunder Rosa in 14 minutes, 50 seconds. Um, fun match, you know, it's on the buy-in, so they could kind of let it be, it was a little long for kind of like that type of match, but... Had a ton of fun and seeing Maki Ito flipping everyone off. Like, she's just this little Japanese girl, but she's flipping people off. Yeah. And her head and storyline is as hard as stone. And it's just like, I had a ton of fun with this match. Yeah. No, it was fun, like really fun. Like, I don't know. That seemed like a really good person to replace Reba with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and we saw Reba, and I think she's like, she's with always, her crutch, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. She came out and got involved, which ultimately led to the victory. Uh, Thunder Rosa looked great in that blue. Oh, in the blue, yeah, yeah. Man, she's yeah. just tight. And well, and without all the, like, you know, writing and stuff on it, just yeah. like, I like Mike's sleek Thunder. That yeah. was very sleek. She sleek looked great. Thunder, yeah. And Riho, as always, looked great. So just a fun match to kind of kick off the night. Uh, on the buy-in and really get things going. Um, and we get into the main card and match number one, uh, the Young Bucks defeated Chris Jericho and MJF to retain the AEW World Tag Team Championships in 17 minutes, 49 seconds. I'll tell you what, man, we had a ton of fun watching this match. Yeah. And that might have been my favorite match of the night. And I, you know, today as I read cage match and, you know, recaps and whatever else, like, 
I don't think people like this as much as I did. You know, we did probably, but like, man, they had me on a fucking string. Yeah. All the near falls were so well, like, I watch so much wrestling and have watched so much wrestling in all my life, and you've watched enough with me now. Like, I have a pretty good sense, typically, of when a match is going to end. Sure. Not yeah. always, but, like, man, they fucking got me on, like, three or four of those last night. Yeah. And, yes, were there some pacing issues and maybe not the best refereeing? Sure. But I'm looking past all that, and I had a fucking blast watching this. Uh, there were just so many nice spots and moves, and Nick Jackson's hot tag had extra fury and all the super kicks, and Jericho looked pretty good. Man, good shit. Yeah, it, it definitely was. And um, I know uh, beforehand I said that this you know, was likely to be a plot match. <laughs> um but uh, this was anything but. Oh. Like, you know, take away, like, the heelness of MJF, mm -hmm. like, away from this. Take away, like, that entire, like, gravity that that creates. And it just was a really great match. Yeah, it was you know, very entertaining. Like, 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 it was the furthest away from a plot match yeah. you could get. And, like, you know, I, th I had thought that this was going to be something that would be very heavily that. Yeah. And, that. um... <laughs> But it, but no, it, it it was incredibly entertaining. Um, you know, it was it was really well done. And just uh, like again, yeah. as we were watching, as each near fall happened, I'm like, shit, that could be it. Well, that could be. It. And like, they got like, I don't know, I don't really no. know what else to say. It oh. was it oh. was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, there were like at least three or four moments where I swore, like particularly like Jericho and MJF, like yeah. had it. I know, like that they were gonna turn the tide. And of then this there shit, was they had know? one of the real near fall, and so we're kind of doing this. We usually take notes when we review the shows, but we chose not to last night because you know this is kind of our swan song, and we just wanted to have fun. So we're kind of just doing this off the cuff now and without our normal level of preparation. So. I don't really have all the moves written down, but there was a moment where it got like really close and then like the pace slowed down a little bit, but that didn't bother me. Like I was compelled, you know, yes, I was pretty certain the Young Bucks were going to win the whole time, but they certainly did a damn good job of making us believe otherwise. Yeah. And MJF, his gear, he looked great. Like, I don't know, man. It was just awesome. Um, and fuck the Young Bucks haters out there. Like, yeah. Are they good at promos? Not really. But anytime they get in the ring, they fucking deliver. Yeah. No, young bucks are great. So, alrighty. And the fun continues with match number two, where Pac and Phoenix defeated a whole host of teams in the casino tag team battle royale. Yes, they did. In 26 minutes and 45 seconds. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> this, you know, also a blast, you know, and... Another thing real quick I want to mention is I watch majority of wrestling by myself. And when I do that, you know, you pick apart little things. And when you're watching with friends and with other people, it's naturally going to be that much more fun. And like these, especially, especially these first two matches, like I just was having so much fun. And like, was this tag team battle royal the best technical wrestling? No, but like, all, you know, these teams, a lot of these teams had a very nice showing and, like, just the concept of this, it was like a Royal Rumble almost where tag teams would keep coming in. Like, I don't know, man. Like, again, this was just an awesome match. And, like, down at the it ended with kind of Phoenix and Jungle Boy. Mm -hmm. Like, just, just fun stuff. Yeah, no, like, just, you know, they kind of eliminated teams in a very kind of interesting way, yeah. I thought. And, I mean, you know, um, like, with the being Phoenix and Jungle Boy at the end, you know, those are two, like, very similar type wrestlers yeah. and put in there at the very end. Um but I mean, I don't know. Like it, had, and also the timing 
in how people came out yeah. was interesting. I mean, like halfway through, we had a uh, Caesar Banana and uh, Peter Avalon and Peter Avalon come come in, and they had a moment. That's what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's like a lot of these teams got moments. Um, yeah, like those guys are quote unquote jobbers, but like they got their chance to shine and yep. they got an elimination, and it was fun, and they were excited and. Well, and like another thing, like so, private party comes in late. Yeah. And you think like private party is going to play a factor, but I think Cassidy and what's the other guy's name? Mark Quinn. Mark Quinn. Yeah, they both got eliminated pretty, pretty quickly. quickly. Yeah. yeah and yeah, I yeah. thought they could have been a potential winner. Yeah. Um, my pick was actually the Good Brothers, who weren't even in the match. You know, they were. You know, I thought they might have been in it. Um, also, we didn't really even note this last night, but where was Top Flight? Yeah, not that, even in yeah, the match. yeah, that was pretty unfortunate. Yeah, I mean they picked Caesar Banana and Peter Ab, but, yeah. uh, but for humor. Yeah, for so humor. I'm wondering yeah, if yeah. one of those guys maybe got dinged up because like they should have been in this. Match. Yeah, yeah, they should have. Yeah, um, but I mean, you know, it seemed like they, you know, went the humor. Also, out with those Santana guys. and Ortiz eliminated. Yeah, that, those early, were my picks. Yeah, 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 for, yeah. Forget about that. Um, um, they, but, but they were like the second um, t- full team. Yeah, the second full team out. Butcher yeah. had some moments. He eliminated yeah, both those he Bear did. Country guys, uh, I think. And, th- and those guys were in it for a yeah, goddamn yeah, long they, time. Yeah. That kind of like ascended them a little bit because like we haven't really seen them much on Dynamite. They've been kind of more on Dark. Um, you know, Silver certainly had his. He got to the final four. He yeah. looked really good. Um you know, all the Dark Order guys kind of had some moments. Ten. Yeah, ten looked good. Yeah. Um, Stu Beef Grayson started cleaning house at some point. So, um, but yeah, it was just fun. Oh, one other thing to note was QT Marshall. Yeah. Turning on Dustin Rhodes and oh, spitting yeah, in his did. face, yeah. remember? Yeah. So that was something. Um, but yeah, I, I, again, I just had a lot of fun. It was just an exciting. Fu- you get to see a lot of teams. Yeah, well, well, and like the way the teams were brought in, the, yeah. the order made it interesting, and it kind of um, created an interesting like final four, like you said. Yeah, which um, actually, oh, yeah. not to cut you off, but we had both Pack and Phoenix in the final four. Like, obviously, they're gonna win, but like Jungle Boy got Pack out, and it's like, oh shit, okay. Yeah, no, really well done. And again, well blocked, you know, like you could kind of really see who was fighting who, what was going on, um, you know, which AEW seems to do that pretty well with their battle royales. Yep. Excellent. On the main card, match number three, we had the AEW Women's World title, Hikaru Shida, defeating Ryo Mizunami in 15 minutes, six seconds. And I'm going to beat a dead horse here, but again... <laughs> Had a ton of fun with this match. There were a lot of near falls. And yeah. yes, it went a little longer than it It was 15 minutes. It was a bit clunky. Um, but again, it was just, I can't say it enough. Like it was just a fun, good, exciting, lot of near falls in the match. Yeah, no, I thought it was a really good match. Um, I um, I hadn't seen Riho, I don't yeah. think, up until that moment. Yeah. And uh, no, I really like, and you've been touting up the... Uh, Japanese, what, what's the name for Japanese women's wrestling? Joshi. Joshi, yeah. And, uh, you know, that whole style make, you know, like elevates it a whole yeah, lot. And you got to, to me. see it yeah. with Maki Ito in the uh-huh. opener. And, yeah, now, yeah, you, you know, she kind of came out with the jacket mm-hmm. and yeah. was doing those chops at one point. Yeah. Well, well, and this is the best fight against Sheeta I've seen. Yeah. Like, this is the best anyone's put up against Sheeta I've seen. And sure, it was the pay per view. I would agree. But um, this, you know, was, again, just a really good technical match. Yeah. Um, they and had yeah. some big strikes, some near falls. It, yeah. yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we were all thinking initially that 
Britt Baker was going to win that tournament and ultimately win the title, but I think her time is coming. But it was, you know, I loved the Japanese bracket, you know, got to see a ton of those women I'd never seen. And again, like I told you, like on this past Friday night was just watching a bunch of Joshi matches because I'm like, wow, this is awesome. Um, But yeah, fun stuff there. So yeah, like in my mind, like with, you know, taking the buy-in out, which was still good, but like those first three matches, like all hit pretty hard for me personally, like Mm -hmm. in terms of just pure entertainment value, like not going to say they were the best match, five-star classics and what have you, but like, man, just good stuff. And just like makes me, I'm going to miss AEW, you know, it's just like, I know this shit, you know, just the consistent quality entertainment and storytelling, Mm -hmm. you just don't get that anywhere else. Hey, Brett. Yes? Do you have a friend named Spam Risk? <laughs> you know what? I don't. Should we pick it up? Fuck it. Hello. Hello. This is the Brainbuster Boys. Yeah. I was hoping to get you two boys on the line right here. I am Vincent Kennedy McMahon. No. And I am taking the time to call you boys. This is a prank phone call. Yeah, no way. This, this is a prank Mr. phone call. <laughs> boys, 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 boys. A lot of men have tried to impersonate me, but this is the real Vincent Kennedy McMahon. These balls don't lie. I, and I am calling you I can because hear I fucking loved it. <laughs> Well, that the the real are you talking about that real yeah, the, the, the part of the yeah, the, yeah. all those, sounds. <laughs> those fart jokes every one of them hit like a firecracker i haven't laughed this hard since 62. <laughs> honest to god boys it was amazing oh well we're so glad you liked it sir yeah. we really we, appreciate uh, it we made it specially intended for you to think it might be- oh, you guys had hated Britt Baker so much. Ah, oh, she's a dirty bitch, that one. I, I completely agree on that one. Yeah, she's Hater completely as well. Yeah. yeah, and a stupid Steelers fan too, right, sir? Boo, those fucking Steelers. Oh, they're dirty. But boy, <laughs> boys, I love everything about what I heard. I have a few notes, honestly. Your, your name's a little long. And as I, as I told my boy Triple H, I don't like Brain Buster, but I'm I'm thinking about making a sacrifice for you because I like it. I like it a lot. But Beaumont, we got to talk. It's a little long. I don't know if I can call you that. I'm going to call you Bo. And I think maybe you should go with that. I think you can handle that, right? I'm going to have to ask my mom and dad, but... Bo, Bo, your parents are not important in this one. This, this is your family now. The WWE is where you're coming from. And I've already talked to... Triple H, you're obviously going to be covering the main roster with Sasha Banks. You know, the boss, she must be covered. Yeah, uh, hell, I love Sasha Banks. She was yeah, always yeah. one of my favorites when yeah, she and, was and, in and, NXT. And, but, uh, and I mean, we're okay. We're not talking about NXT here, boys. I, about, I know, sir. Yeah, you know, we have to go with the main roster, Roman Reigns. He is the face of the company. And if you're not covering Roman Reigns, you can't be on WWE. You know what, Mr. McMahon? I actually haven't seen a ton of uh, Mr. Rain's recent Tribal Chief work. However, what I have seen, I love. So uh, I think I'd be honored to cover. We'd be honored to cover that, right, Bo? Yeah, yeah. That uh, Roman Reigns is, it, 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 it's, it's not ancient history. No. I'll tell you that. No. 
like the Romans were. Everything about the Roman Reigns character is all from this mind right here, boys. Oh, I bet. You know, I, I, everything I got my fingers in. And that, that's my coup de gras, if you will. So you boys, you'll make sure to cover that one. I, I, Absolutely. I we a, can't I, wait to get our fingers I, in I, it, I have sir. A, I have a question, sir, Mr. Remain, sir. When you oh. say that you have your fingers in everything, does that mean that you're wearing gloves? Oh, I am a man who does not believe in germs. I'm a very healthy man. I don't sleep much. I work out all the time, and I use hand sanitizer. Gloves are not necessary if you use enough hand sanitizer, Bo. But I like your initiative, boy. I like the balls on you right there and ask that question. Man, the cold must not bother you either. Man, you're, 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 Mr. Man, you're really sorry. Last balls, boy. Cold does not hit this man at all. 70 years old and still virile as a bull. You, you, I, you are a man to uh, admire. And this uh, is a dream come true. I, I, I can't I, believe I, this I, is I, happening. I think I've been convinced. Mr. I need, McMahon. I, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Boys, this is a dream come true for me as well. I've been looking for a pair of sacks like you to really shake up this podcasting market I'm invested in. I mean, we are, we're honored. What else can I say? So uh, is this official now or kind of what, I mean, what are the- Boys, I don't work in the logistics anymore. I'm a 70 year old man. I'm lifting too many weights to deal with that. I'll make sure the boy calls you. Okay, well, hey, we really, really appreciate your time. You will be awaiting the phone call and, uh, you, 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 you come across as a really nice, sweet, compassionate, caring person. I don't know if a lot of people tell you that, but like, boys, compassionate for the week. We'll share a steak when you meet me in Connecticut. That's the compassion I'm talking about. Hell You're yeah. a sweet guy, man. Hell yeah, Mister McMahon. Thank you so much. We look forward to it. Thank you, boys. Do well. Holy shit! Well, I can't say I expected. Uh... Vincent Kennedy McMahon himself to call us. I, I I still don't think it's real. Like, you know, like, okay, so if Triple H were to call us, like, after, like, maybe, yeah. like, there would be credence I in mean, this. I mean, that sounds like the, the prankiest of most prank-ass phone calls of all time. I mean, it's sure. And, like, I treated him like it was Vince McMahon because I like to play along. Yeah. You know, but, like. I mean, it, it did. You're not wrong. But, I mean, that reel that we sent... <laughs> I mean, don't you think, like, it kind of did feel like Vince, but you're right. I mean, probably was a prank. I don't know who that would have been. I'll believe it when I hear from Triple H. Yes, I agree, because he's been pretty upfront with us throughout this whole process. But, I mean, regardless, even to get a prank call from Vince McMahon, <laughs> after all we've been through here, while we're recording about Revolution, our last AEW show. You know. Uh, it's pretty funny. Yeah, let's have fun with it. Yeah, so... We'll go into match number four, where Kick Sabian and Miro defeated Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy in seven minutes, 51 seconds. I'm just happy this is over, finally. Yeah. Uh, we had the attack backstage beforehand, so like, is this match even going to happen? Um, and it did. Uh, it was just Chuck Taylor initially, and then remember Orange Cassidy kind of crawled his way out there. And he had his moments, he, he had did, his moments. But I will say, and we talked about this last night, that like, at least this was booked well. Like, Miro looked like a badass. And, like, you know, even though this feud was stupid, like, 
this was fine. You know, the match worked. It was under 10 minutes. Um, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> match five. The big money match. Hangman Page defeats Matt Hardy in 14 minutes, 57 seconds. Fun match for sure. But boy, that ending was fucking awesome. Oh, I think that's it? the best buckshot lariat oh, I've ever seen in my in life. In the history yeah, of, bu- yeah. of Bork Short Moriarty. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that was beautiful. So we got to see, you know, we'd seen it in a previous match where, you know, the Dark Order came out to help Hangman because, I can't, did the private party guys or Jack Evans come out? At yeah, some, somebody came out. I remember yeah. Jack Evans We took out 10 in the Battle Royal, uh, yeah. even though he wasn't in it. I don't remember exactly what happened, but the Dark Order came out and we'd seen it once. One other time where they caught Hangman and pushed him back up. And not only did they, they pushed him right into the buckshot. And like, again, ever since we started this podcast, like Silver and Hangman have been kind of our two guys. And they celebrated together. Just like, yeah, to see that. The Dark Order all hugging Hangman and Mm. they gave him the beers. Like, just fun, awesome storytelling. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, even if Hangman doesn't join the Dark Order, like there is still like just that chemistry between them that is never going to go that's away. What, it's undeniable. And that's yeah. what I've said off air is like whether he joins or not, like he's a baby face. Dark Order's big baby faces now. They're going to be aligned. Oh, for sure. I just don't know, like, you know, will they ever name a new leader because Brody, Le- you know, like I don't think they'll ever replace him. Yeah. And really they shouldn't. But mm-hmm. like, whether Hangman is in or out, he's with them. And I think that's 100%. what's important. Um, and again, the match was very solid. You know, Matt Hardy's in his mid-late 40s. We knew it wasn't going to be a banger, but Hangman looked fucking great as he always does. And, you know, he got the W as we figured he would. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they follow up on the money angle. Mm-hmm. On being the elite, to, which came out today, interestingly enough, they kind of had this gimmick where the Dark Order charged a bunch of shit on Hangman's credit card prior to the match, knowing he was going to win. So, like, 15 barrels of whiskey. Oh, that's hilarious. 10 bottom, quote-unquote, white powder to go skiing. Uh, oh, and, like, wow. they kind of were joking about all this stuff. And he's like, well, guys, uh, I spent a little bit of it, but then I just gave the rest away to charity. So you're going to put me in debt. <laughs> now, I don't think they're going to run with that story on the main roster, but it was pretty funny. But I'll be curious to see, like, if they do make a point of saying, like, what Hangman's doing with that money. But mm, anyway, yeah. uh, fun match, even better moment at the end. And Agreed. I was going to say, it'll be interesting to see where that goes, but uh, we won't be covering it. So... Mm. Match number six, the ladder face of the revolution ladder match with Scorpio Sky defeating the debuting all-ego Ethan Page, Lance Archer, Cody Rhodes, Max Caster, and Penta El Cerro Miedo in 23 minutes, 7 seconds. Match was okay. Um, I feel like, and you haven't seen... I don't know. Have you seen an AEW ladder match previously? No, I have not. So there's two I can think of off the top of my head. One was at uh, All Out 2019 between the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers, and it was fucking amazing. But then the one they did last year at Double or Nothing was another like singles one, <clears throat> and it was just kind of okay. Like this one, it was it went longer than it should have. 
There just wasn't as many like exciting moments or spots as I was hoping for, but it wasn't a bad match by any means. It was still solid and everyone kind of got some moments, but like, um, I just think it could have been better. I did love that it was a brass ring kind of taking a shot at WWE, but now that kind of comes back to bite them with the blunder at the end. Everyone was talking about how it looked like a Sonic ring. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. they, they kept calling it the Green Hill Zone letter oh, match. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 I didn't see that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I just think the match could have been a little bit better. Uh, we had the whole Cody injury thing where he got out, but we knew he would be back in. Um, Scorpio Sky. So, like, like, I guess, like, both surprising and unsurprising winner. Yeah, let's call it a bit uninspiring. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, that's the word I was looking so for, on yeah. Scorpio Sky on Wednesday on Dynamite, he was on commentary, and frankly, we haven't seen him a ton on Dynamite. He's been more on Dark, like, ever since he's gone on the singles Oh, yeah, no, yeah, last time we saw him was when I called him Scorpio Season. That's on right. Thanksgiving, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, we haven't seen him a ton on the main show, but he was on commentary, and I'll tell you, he was showing tendencies for a slight heel pivot. You know, he uh, he was kind of acting air, more arrogant in that way, which he hadn't done, you know, like the whole time he and Kazarian were tag champs, they were always faces. So, like, yeah. at least his character is seemingly going to be heading in a different direction. And he's a fine wrestler. Right. So, not wanting to take anything away, but selfishly, I would have loved to see Pentagon win because... Uh, just a match between he and Darby, I think, would be fucking yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, and I think Scorpio Sky is losing Darby. Oh, you know, no for doubt. sure. No yeah, doubt. so it's like. But you still, know, yeah. it, just a bit uninspiring, but it's okay. Like, I think it's fine. Yeah. Um, Ethan Page, you know, I haven't really seen him before. I'm familiar with him. You know, it's hard to kind of judge him based on this, but he looked pretty good from what I can tell. Um, you know, our guy Max Caster, <laughs> not our guy, but. He had some moments. His, you know, rap sucked, uh, as always. Uh, that's one thing I'm not going to miss for yeah, AEW yeah, is yeah. Max Caster. Unless you hear him on the radio, which you won't. <laughs> um, but well, one other quick note is I feel like this card perhaps could have been laid out a little differently where you have, with to end it, ladder match, street fight, exploding barbed wire death match. You know, we talked about this ahead of time is there's a lot of gimmick matches. Uh-huh. And just to have them one after the other and, like, late in the show too because it was a long show right it was it just could have been placed a little better i think um but anyway fine match yeah yeah match number seven we have our street fight that did not take place in the streets uh with sting and darby allen defeating brian cage and ricky stalks in 13 minutes 52 seconds before i go into this I would love to hear your thoughts off the cuff of this cinematic match and just how you, how, what'd you think about it? All right, so uh, Ricky Starks is walking along the cityscape that looks like the Matrix or some shit like that. It says Absolute on the back. He looked, you know, because you usually see Ricky Starks in like underwear. Yeah. And like now you see him in like, you know, some cool gear. He gets in a, like some souped up ass like sports car. Lime green car with cage. Cage, yeah. And they roll up into a warehouse, which instead of a street fight, I'll call this a warehouse yeah, war. Yeah, it was not on the street. Yeah, it yeah. It was inside. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And, <laughs> it was a warehouse yeah. war. Good call. And um, no, it was, um, you know, definitely like in wrestling, one thing I've noticed is, you know, whenever they need to show like extra pain, like, 
you know, slamming you into the ground or hitting you isn't enough. It's always like glass. Oh yeah, through a table, and and they really embody there that. There's a lot time. of that. In a this. lot, uh, yeah, a lot of through glass, a lot of through like you know, thin aluminum made metallic mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and at one point, uh, you know, Sting broke his bat. Oh yeah, you know, over Brian Cage's back. Yeah. It's all kind of coming back to me. I, yeah. Again, this was a blast. I thought the presentation was awesome. It looked unique. It mm. looked cool. Certainly didn't take place on the street, but that's okay. Uh, remember, like Darby's arrival and the skateboard, and then yeah. they had that whole parade of Stings. And oh the yeah, fa- and yeah, they're beating yeah. on the ring. Yeah, and like. It was just a lot of fun, and then they're going all around, and you actually like walked out of the room for one second when they had a really cool camera shot of like panning from one side to the other real quickly. It was uh-huh. just like really cool. Um, I don't. It just was. It just felt cool. It looked cool. It was executed well overall. Uh, we had uh, Cage remember carrying Darby up the oh, stairs yeah. in the vertical like, like, like suplex. Completely, yeah, yeah. Very cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, we had, of course, Powerhouse Hobbs and Hook show up and yeah. Hook. Hook look. Hook look. Shirtless. Shirtless. He looked good. Looked great. Yeah. Um, kind of looked tough. Um, you know, as that was going on, we're like, shit. How are they going to get out of this? Yeah. Are they going to lose? Mm-hmm. And then it well, was something. Darby like chucked the bat to Sting, remember from like above and oh, through yeah, from a window. Above. Oh, and Darby had been gone for yeah, a minute, right? Well, I can't yeah, remember yeah. what happened. Yeah, 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 something. I think Cage had thrown he him through something. Gla- yeah, he got yeah. thrown through glass or, or something. something. Yeah, he got yeah. fucked up. Yeah, he disappeared, and then all of a sudden the bat comes. Yeah, flying the bat comes out. back, and then you know, and then like it's only fitting that Sting got the pin after getting the epic power bomb. Yeah. from Brian Cage and, a couple and weeks Sting, back. His bat it like broke over yeah. Starks or something. Yeah, it right? did. It yeah. Yeah, no, um, and they gave Sting his due yeah. in this. Like you know, they justified having him in a fight. I mean, they gave him the pin. Yeah, you know, they gave him the big moments there at the end. And that's the other thing um, too is you know we've talked about this throughout this build is this cinematic match allows you to hide some of the flaws of Sting. You know, like the way it was edited and taped. Like he didn't have to be taking all these big bumps and. Um, just the one minor disappointment thing is that, you know, it was such a badass match and they did all this crazy shit, but it just ended with a simple scorpion death drop in the middle of the ring. Like, eh, left me slightly underwhelmed, but the match was awesome and it was a ton of fun. Yeah, no, it, it had like, and normally this would be, I guess, an insult, but a video game feel. Yeah. Like, you know, it looked like they were fighting through like some sort of like a video game like level area mm-hmm. uh, with, you yeah. know, all sorts of like environmental hazards and stuff. And I think, you know, like, sure, street fight, but um, I thought the warehouse setting really worked for them. Oh, yeah. I thought it was all I thought great. it was cool. And I mean, especially that they had the promo with Darby, you know, and Sting. Yeah, it kind like, of took it back I mean, to shit, that. I mean, it looked like they were in the same goddamn Might place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh shit, Triple H is calling, dude. This could be big. Are you gonna answer it? <sighs> yes. We gotta answer it, okay. Are you ready? Let's do this, you got it. Hello, this is Brett. Hey, Brain Buster Boys. Yes, sir. Hey, Brett, is Beaumont there with you? Hey there, H Cubed. How you doing? Yes, he is. Great, great. I got you both on the line. Well, I heard that you had a nice conversation with Vince. Yeah. We had to listen to that goddamn reel you sent over like 26 times during our morning conference. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. We're we're really embarrassed. We put that together. We thought Vince would like it, and he did. But sorry, you had to listen to it so many times. 
hey, don't you worry, boys. Listening to that shit 26 times in a row was worth it. You guys are on board. You're shitting me. Holy shit. You're shitting me. No way. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It's it's true. It's damn true. Sorry. Not my line. But I do have one question for you. Are you ready? Cigarette out.